Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, another week on this earth, another week with goop. That's right. That's how we live. That's how we're getting through these dark <laughs> days at the end of the world. One week at a time. Yep. Um, yeah, we don't have much, I think, going on. Gwyneth is uh, on her on honeymoon a, yeah. in Umbria. Well, not anymore. Oh, where are they well, she, her honeymoon's over, actually. That was a quick she honeymoon. was. Well, they were in Umbria and then they went to. Um, Paris and okay. they were staying like that was definitely the honeymoon and then she went to London for the goop store opening wow a working honeymoon it was a working honeymoon I think or at the end of the honeymoon she went to London for to do work I don't know exactly what I happened mean, but I think she's still in Europe it's both their second wedding second marriages they're both in their 40s they're both probably workaholics well they seem to have a pretty nice like couple week honeymoon yeah. in Italy and France yeah 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 nothing to Shake your stick at. That's shake my stick. Nothing to. What is the word? What shake is, a stick at. Shake, nothing to like spit at. I don't spit at. What? That's now that's rude. Saying, it's like not. It's not too bad. What's the saying? I. Nothing. I don't. I think shake a stick. Shake a stick at. Okay, I guess that doesn't sound right to me. I think, just like it's to me, it looked lovely. Yeah, I'm I'll sure, just say that. I'm sure it was. I mean, I'm sure it was more amazing than any vacation I've ever taken. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, uh, yeah, Gwyneth. Yeah, I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> ever done is better than anything you and I have ever done. Uh, great. Um, oh, one little piece of trivia that I didn't know about last week that we found out about the wedding was that their videographer was none other than Steven Spielberg. Yeah, which I did read like last week, and I guess I just forgot to mention it yeah, that, that he I, was filming, which is so stupid. I mean, I guess that I don't know. I, I mean, guess if Steven Spielberg's there. And he loves you, and he's like, I'll do the one. I want to film this. Yeah, give him a camera. He's Steven Spielberg. I mean, but like, God, geez, can you be more Gwyneth Paltrow than that? No, no. I mean, that's what's so charming about it. I mean, he is her godfather. So yeah. he's, he's known her. Uh, he gave her her, her well. first yeah. big break. Well, when her, her first... mother and father <laughs> had sex, they gave her. When she was her born. First yeah. Big break, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else? Oh, okay. So I'm ending my second week on keto. I'm yeah. still doing it. Okay. And uh, it's a roller coaster. It's, yeah, I still don't like it anymore, but I am also just sort of getting used to it now. And That's so good. like I'm, I'm sort of running around all day today. So I, I like, I packed a lunch and a dinner, which wow. is so sad to like pack multiple meals. Cause right. there's not like, I don't know when I'll be around anywhere, like with a place that I can eat at. So 
again, I'm, I mean, I know I'm constantly threatening to, to stop and I'm not doing it. And also like this week, I don't know, every, it's been fine, but I haven't like, there's no, there's, there's been no like dramatic results. Like I'm not all of a sudden, I don't all of a sudden have like a perfect body. I'm Which, shocked. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's pretty shocking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, you're eating. I'm eating a lot of cheese, um, a lot of wisps. I actually I do have to. I'm, I'm almost through a whole bag of wisps. They're so good, I, man. I just got my annual Costco like rebate check in the mail. You get a rebate check from Costco? Yeah, because like if you, you know, you get like a little, like, it's like 50 bucks or whatever, depending on how much money you spend during the year, they'll give you like, I don't know, it's like 1%. It, it, oh. it's, it's just like a, a psychological game they play. So you think that you're saving more money. I see. Uh, but I'm going to probably spend it on some wisps and a <laughs> bottle of tequila. Oh, so you spend it at Costco. Yeah, it's like a gift certificate. Oh, it's Costco like a gift certificate. I see. Well, and that's it's basically great. so you because I think you can only use it if you like sign up for another year or something. Oh, yeah. So it's like it's all yeah, it's all scam. I can't with Costco because every time I go, you know, I feel like I spend like the membership is like 50 bucks. Yeah, I think we even have the stupid corporate membership that they suckered us into, which was is even more than that. Yeah. And then why do you have a corporate membership? Because that's when we moved to L.A., we were just fresh off the boat. <laughs> From New York. Or fresh off the bus. So we didn't know what we were doing. And people could just take advantage of us. Costco took advantage of us. Um, the Honda dealership in Glendale took advantage of they us. They did? No, I don't know. I'm sure we got an okay deal, but... Well, I just like, I go, I get the membership. That is like as much as a week's worth of groceries for me alone. Oh, and yeah. then I, I, there's no way to get out of a Costco without spending at least $200. No. I mean, you can't, and every, you can't buy fruit and vegetables there because it'll rot. No, unless you have like a store that you own. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, family. I don't know what I would. So it's like, maybe I would go and get like a lot of like olive oil or something. Or like rice. Yeah, pantry staples. You got you get your olive oil. You get your coffee. You get your rice. Uh, you get your booze. You get meat and you put it in the freezer. Um, you get wisps. You get uh, snacks. You get I get uh, protein bars, granola bars, uh, vitamins. But they don't even have like the kind of protein bars that I like. Oh, they have a lot of different type of protein bars. Really? They have they have because it's all well they have like name brand protein bars but then they have kirkland versions of all of them yeah so they have like a kirkland version of a quest bar a kirkland version of a kind bar they have like basically versions of any kind of protein bar that you. they like. have rx bars yeah they have they have one that's like an rx bar oh really yeah. huh well last time i went oh, no. I was... they just do sell they sell regular rx bars oh, they don't okay. have i don't think there's a kirkland rx bar but there probably will be soon i they just was... invented kirkland Lacroix. oh nice yeah, yeah i just i feel like it's so expensive and I get more food than I need. Yeah. I mean, I think the trick is just to not get stuff that you're going to have to throw away. And oh, and also like, you know, plastic bags, garbage bags. Like I think we've we've lived in L.A. for five years now. I think we've bought, in, bought garbage bags maybe twice. That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I also don't have like uh, any storage. Like I don't yeah. really have anywhere to put like big boxes of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm not like shilling. <laughs> I just, yeah, like I, every once a year, not once a year, but like every couple of years, I try again with Costco because I'm like, I need this in my life, and I'm oh, I always regret it. Yeah, feel free to use my card too. I just have because oh, I get the points. Thank you so much. Uh, we have to go with me because yeah, I have, I have to, to go with you, but that's a joy and a pleasure. Yeah, I know you love Costco. Um, you and Elise Lunin both. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you, I, you, I think you know the story, but uh, a friend of mine's brother was getting married, and I 
went with them to buy all of their supplies for their bachelor party. Yeah, I remember Costco. when that happened. And it, like, that was a lot of that was a lot of points I got. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a minor diet update as oh, well. Yeah. So it's not really very interesting, but. I recently found out that the world is ending and that global warming is much worse than we think it is. And the UN says that the entire world's population needs to dramatically reduce its meat consumption. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but I feel compelled to try. So I am not going to go. I'm not saying I'm going to go 100% vegan, but I'm definitely well, the UN recommends cutting your meat consumption to no more than once a week. So that's my plan going forward. And this is all like including seafood, poultry, every, it's everything? I think that they're mostly talking about like red meat, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to say like I eat meat once a week and just sort of see where I land with that. Because I don't like go and eat like I would include poultry probably. I don't know about seafood, but I don't eat seafood like that often anyway so uh, yeah. yeah no that sounds like a good plan i obviously cannot do that you can't right you're keto now. yeah uh unless i want to go full will cole will cole keto which i still that book is so fucking popular it still hasn't come to me from uh the library there well, must be a long waiting list yeah um but yeah post oh my god i can't wait after i'm done with this to like yeah i'm not gonna go full vegan but no it'll be so nice to to eat vegetarian because i can't even have like a meal right now without some sort of dairy you or can, meat. Oh, dairy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just do dairy. Yeah, but I already do so much dairy on this thing. I yeah. can't imagine what my cheese drawer will be would be like if I wasn't. Your cheese any drawer meat. will be full. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said last week. I think I got. I went through another probably three or four blocks this week. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm sad and scared. Oh, about the environment. Yeah. yeah, no, it's um, it's truly terrifying, and it's you feel completely helpless because you are. And uh, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that there will be a political solution. I think that unfortunately, I think some crazy billionaire capitalist is going to have to do something on his own and save us all. Be- yeah, and make money doing it because I don't think there's any way that uh, the government will do anything. Well, crazy billionaire capitalists are the reason that it's happening anyway the reason that the environment is getting killed yes oh yeah it's all i mean human. so i just don't know i mean maybe it'll be the war of the crazy billionaires sure yeah Yeah. uh yeah the war world war three bezos versus (laughs) gates or whoever wait are were you talking about elon musk Oh, I, I mean, not specifically, but yeah, he's definitely like a, a one. Like, like I a, have very little faith in him, af- especially after the fact that like Azalea Banks outwitted him. Wait, what? The like how she was trapped in his house and then she what? gave him all this bad publicity and said he was uh, doing drugs. And then he went on Howard Stern and went crazy. And then Tesla like dropped him as chairman. Oh, I thought that was because he like tweeted some like insider stock information or something. It all started with Azalea Banks. Okay. Well, that's crazy. I had not heard that story. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm sure he'll land on his feet. He's a rich white guy. Yeah. And he like also accused that guy of being a pedophile who like saved those boys in right. Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> who the boys are in LA now. They are? I just saw a little human interest story. They're having a little field trip. That's they nice. Look, they still look terrified. Are I, they still a troop? 
they were uh, boy scouts right yeah. or a soccer team yeah or they, something? someone flew them all to los angeles for vacation and they got off the plane and they still look traumatized but i mean yeah i, I would not be on vacation anytime soon after something like that I my know. god but their kids are resilient sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh great okay uh oh um also Thank you for everyone who joined our Patreon this week. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We were so excited. We Every really... time someone joins, we get like, we can't believe anyone would join it. It's, and we're it's, so happy. It's so exciting. Yeah, we get a little email. There's a little like bell emoji that comes and um, it's very exciting. So yeah, keep keep joining. Uh, our very first new le- newsletter will come out um, this next week. So stay tuned for that. All the yeah. people that joined already will get it. And then obviously all new members will get uh aggie and brian's version of goop yeah our personal newsletter our personal recommendations so it's like 10 years ago when gwyneth started at her kitchen table we are now starting at our kitchen table yeah and who knows where we'll be in 10 years yeah probably still at the same table probably gasping for air and and moving begging for water for water like a polar bear on an ice float boy but uh yeah we'll see okay um great so we have God, they, there was three newsletters this week. Yeah, too many. And the magazine we have to get through. Yeah, I know. Through. So, so it's a wow. lot to cover. We so have so much. Let's do it. Okay. Aggie, what was your best? Oh, well, my best was actually pretty easy. My best was from, I don't know actually what day this was. It was October 7th is when I got my newsletter. Was that Yeah, that Monday? was this week. That was, I think that was, I think they do like a, Saturday one now or something? I don't know. Sometimes they give you a little extra. Anyway, it was called MDs Get Real, Lasers, Peels, Botox, and more. Anytime Goop talks about uh, lasers and Botox, I listen. Because I think everything else might be bullshit, but I know those women get good Botox and good injections. They do. Brian's making a face. No, I was making a face of agreement. Yeah, I mean, they do. And God bless them for it. And I want to know what they know. And I'm grateful that they include these things because I've said on this podcast many times, if I could afford it, I'd be getting Botox injections right now. I'm 33 years old. People like my mother tell me not to, that I'm too young, but I think I'm too young not to start now because yeah, this is when you want to start. You start, at the very beginning, and then it's like, what if I could just look 33 forever? Yeah, and then no one will notice a difference. I want to do it too. So, okay, I wrote down um, a couple of pointers that were just like really interesting to me. Okay, silicilic, silicilic, silicilic acid, acid yeah. peels. And those are like, will help you um, not get a sunburn. Okay. And like, it's good to, it's like, I don't know, like good in addition to your SPF. Use your fillers in moderation. Um, Doris Day, MD. I saw that and I was like, that's a fun name to have. Very fun. Said uh, a face wash with no sulfates and have emollient oils and humicants, which I don't know what those are. Hmm. Anyway, whatever. Um, And also wear sunscreen first thing every day, even if you don't go outside. So usually I don't put sunscreen on unless I'm going outside. But one of these MDs or whatever said like put the sunscreen on like first thing no matter what because your body your face on your skin is just gonna like or this what did i just say the skin on your face face, is gonna like react just to the sunlight coming in from like the windows and just like it being a different time of day so just like have it on anyway no matter what always and i'm like oh my god 
I have never done that and now I'm upset. And then reapply at midday and I'm like, okay, like I definitely need to be wearing more yeah, sunscreen. I wear sunscreen pretty much every day, but that midday reapplication, I really don't do. Well, it's just hard to plan for because yeah. I'm usually not home. you can bring a sunscreen around with you. I could, day, yeah. I know, but I guess I should. And then once you pass 50, you need to change where you're getting your injections because it gets like harder to get at the same angles like on, on your forehead. So they need to like come at you from different angles. And so just make sure that... I just want to like remember that so that when I'm past 50, I really believe in like being an advocate for your own health with your doctor. <laughs> and that includes what? with your Botox sure, injector. Yeah. And, um, and that aging is wrinkles, loss of volume and sagging. Those are the three components and you need to address all three, not just one. So you need to come at all of those those three aspects if you want to keep your face looking good wrinkles loss of volume and sagging and are they all solved they're not all solved by injections or no i mean they're different, different like lasers and shit yeah. well like wrinkles obviously like injections loss of volume i think that too sagging is harder sagging is you have to I do think, your like, face yoga face yoga and like maybe just have like a facelift yeah and just like don't express yourself too often just I mean maybe they're all solved with Botox I really don't know because I'm not in there yet I'm just getting yeah. ready to be in there I love reading about this stuff it's very special important to me and I really appreciate appreciated that long article I know I I never think about Botox and yet I think you're right when I I'll go to the dermatologist for like actual medical reasons and then there's all those pamphlets in there that always look so enticing and I I highly trust my dermatologist, so when I'm ready for it and can afford it, I know where I'll turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and even watching us on that, not you, watching me on that. You hall, said us. Well, I meant me okay. <laughs> on that haul video. I'm like, also, we weren't, ha the light was not Look, we didn't have light. lighting. We didn't have makeup, so, you know, you could do the best, do, we did the best. You do the math. Could, but yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest thing I ever saw my face look. <laughs> well, eh. Uh, all right. So my best was actually from the magazine. And so if you guys haven't subscribed to Goop magazine and you haven't like run out and bought it at your local drugstore, I would say, uh, hold off. Like there's not, there's a few great things in it, but it, in and of itself on the whole, it's not wonderful. I, well, I will just say I couldn't get one because I think it's already off the shelves. I went this morning and I tried, I went to three different stores and I couldn't get it. So I had to read Brian's when he came over this morning. That's, I mean, that doesn't surprise me that either they would like sell out or they just never gave the stores enough to begin with. Like it doesn't surprise know. me that it was hard to find. But then the other day, my mom sent me a picture of a Goop magazine at a uh, Vons and she was like, is Gwyneth okay? Why is this at Vons? Shouldn't it be at like Whole Foods or something? And I was like, I don't know. Wow, it's maybe everywhere. it's like when um like a specialty movie like has a slow rollout. So like you know how like it'll start at a fan like the arc light or something and, and then, then eventually be at the go AMC. to like an AMC. It's sort yeah. of like that with goops, so it'll start at the fancy and now it's onto Vons and then pretty soon it'll be at the ninety nine cent store. I know. Well that's I went to like Rite Aid and yeah. I went to Gelson's and I didn't it huh. wasn't at either place. I wonder if too like our neighborhood is especially goop centric and if you went to like the valley or something you'd be able to find it. I'm sure that there's one in this town I can get, yeah. but I don't have one currently. Well, like I said, there were, I don't know. There were a few good articles. There were a lot of long articles and a lot of like, like there was one, I'll just go quickly through some ones that are not making my list. There was a, a chemtrails article, which I was super excited for. Uh, but the guy who wrote it, like he only interviewed one crazy lady who's into chemtrails. And it was just like, 
it wasn't very in depth. And I wanted like a long expose on like the chemtrail conspiracy community. And he was just like, well, this is probably not real, but like some people think it is. It was just like a typical goop. So it's not like anti chemtrail. It's like chemtrails are real. No, it's not chemtrails are real, but it's trying to have it. It's saying basically like, oh, but like this is probably, this is almost totally not real but the people who believe it are just normal people like you and I so at the end of the day who's to say well yeah because like they they don't really take a position on anything <laughs> being yeah. true or not yeah, exactly. they're like it all could be real or not um and then they had like a lot of fashion stuff uh they had a few recipes um oh Megan O'Neill uh wrote a, a really good article about um black hair and how yeah, black women that. are targeted uh, disproportionately with like terrible chemicals for their hair. Um, there was a vitamin D article that was, you know, again, one of these, like some people think this, some people think this, we're not going to take a stance. Um, uh, oh, okay. that was just like, it wasn't like, it was just like either it, it literally interviewed the trifecta of Will Cole, Stephen Gundry and Dr. Taz. So those are like the scariest doctors they yeah. have to me. So yeah. those were all like pro like, mega doses of vitamin D yeah. and then the rest of the medical establishment was like mm, you should hold off yeah so but my best of the week was a little something at the beginning that is not an article it was just sort of like you know at the beginning of magazines they'll have little little um like hors d'oeuvres like, yeah articles. like fluff yeah amuse bouche and that's an yeah. amuse yeah so this is uh just like little one sentence or two sentence interviews with a a plethora of different like weird famous people um and it's called what's something no one knows so everyone is asked like what's something that no one knows and some of them are truly disgusting like the founder of man repeller just says oh i always forget to flush oh, and boy. it almost it almost ended my marriage i love man times. repeller though yeah um one of them was this idiot yoga instructor that just was like i'm a hufflepuff um, yeah. But then there were some really good ones. So there was uh, Chris McMillan, the famous um, hairstylist. Who yeah. her, his thing was, I gave Cameron Diaz the Rachel cut years before I gave it to Jennifer Aniston. That was so good. I got so excited when I saw that. That was good. And I, I feel like deep down inside, we all knew that. Or like looking back on old pictures of Cameron Diaz, you're like, oh, yeah. But it was shorter. Yeah, it was shorter. I don't know. Um... Oh, then one that was hilarious. Uh, Lauren Roxborough, who I think has been in Goop. I think she's like um, a foam roller person. I feel like that's okay. A, but she says, most of the weight we lose leaves our bodies through exhaling. Fat is converted into carbon dioxide and water comes out via the lungs or as sweat and urine. So just think every time you breathe, every time you pee, every time you sweat, you're burning fat. Wow. Congratulations. Um... What else? Oh, so yeah, you can wear your jeans in the ocean to clean them. That was sort of stupid. Yeah, my Brian, my Brian used to wear his jeans like in the bathtub to like form them to like his body or something. Like people who get like fancy jeans do that. Does Brian get fancy jeans? He used to. Yeah, oh, I never think of him as a fancy jean person. Well, change the way you think about Brian. Um, yeah, I now have graduated to like stretch denim. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, me too. I basically yeah, I am like it. jeggings. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh yeah. Eight days of living with a flipped circadian rhythm ups insulin levels 22%. So that means if you go on vacation, like far away, you might get fat. I don't know. That's sort of scary. 
Maybe then, that's why I gained so much weight when I was in France. I think so. Because yeah, your cause body's all off. I was like, because normally I seriously lose weight on every vacation, even no matter how much I eat. It must I have been so much. the how many time zones it was different. Must have been. Yeah. And then the last one was Jennifer Fisher, jewelry designer. And it's simply, I dated Matt LeBlanc. Perfect. And if I dated Matt LeBlanc, I, that's all I would be screaming about yeah. my whole life. We know someone who dated Matt LeBlanc. No, Matthew Perry. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I made yeah, a mistake. We do. Yeah. Well, went on one date. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a secret. Sure. You don't know who it is. No. Um, um, so, yeah. So I think this might be like in the future, uh, since Goop is still sort of finding its way as a magazine. I know that like what the, the secrets or whatever was like the theme of this specific issue. But I do think like something like this at the beginning of every issue where it's just a bunch of crazy ladies uh, like saying something would be a fun way to start a Goop magazine. Yeah, I love that stuff in magazines. Uh, What was your worst? Okay, so my worst. So, okay, I don't know when like everyone's fashion week is, but like I guess it's all like in the fall. And in September, it was like there was like fashion week, New York, all these places had fashion week, whatever. And we read about it in magazines and da da da. And um, Goop's Alley went to Paris Fashion Week in I guess it was like in late September I think I wasn't it I mean I don't think it just happened but she just but it was in this week's goop yeah I forget if Paris is before or after New York it's like the same schedule every year but yeah Allie is like super fashiony well Um, she's the fashion editor yeah well she she sort of I mean maybe she lives in LA but she she reminds me of like a New York fashion girl well, I don't know where she lives and I don't know what. And I was like, whatever. Like, she just like wrote about Fashion Week and I was like, okay, it was just a bunch of stuff. But she had a prediction about fashion and it's not her writing and it's nothing about Allie and it's nothing about Fashion Week. It was just a prediction that Allie made, which is that if you think that you're like the collections are going to reflect the way you dress next summer, expect to show some skin. And that sent a fucking chill through my, down my spine because I just earlier today, I mean this morning was like scroll, scrolling through my Instagram and I came upon this um, bathing suit mm-hmm. called a her suit H I R S U I T. And it's being sold by this store called other wild, which is there's one here in Los Feliz. There's one in New York and it's like a kind of like a feminist LGBTQ like focused uh, boutique. Okay. And they have a lot of like handmade things by like local like artists and stuff like that and like whatever. Like they have like mugs and like that, you know, like the future is female. Like they had the first like future is female shirt and um, like that was first sold at that store. Um, Anyway, so they came up with this um, bathing suit that's like an androgynous um, bathing suit for like any body type and like any gender. And well, they didn't come up with it, but they're like selling it or they came up with it. I'm not totally sure if it's a different brand, but it's like modeled after like the old timey bathing suits from the 20s kind of. It's like a little like shorts, like overalls thing. And when I saw it, I was like, Thank you, sweet Jesus, for inventing this because I think that a lot of people will have different reasons that they love this product. But for me, the idea of being able to like as like a cisgender woman, just what I would get from it is that I like 
going to the beach outside of the male gaze and like being able to just like go swimming wearing something that you feel comfortable in that isn't designed to like showcase your body for anybody else and is just designed for like comfort and fun in the water is just sounds so liberating I know other people probably have a lot of different reasons that it would be interesting to them that's the reason it would be interesting to me and I was so happy when I saw it and then directly the opposite it was like next summer you're going to be showing more skin and it was just like crush my soul all over again so that's why that was my worst i mean i think like no matter what is on trend next summer i think it would be cool to wear like i personally wouldn't wear this bathing suit because yeah. i would feel way less comfortable yeah. than like a normal uh a, like typical cisgendered male like swim trunks yeah like, i I'm sort of just comfortable wearing that. But like, that's really cool. Like it is like an old, it's sort of, yeah, it's like a streamlined version of like an old fashioned. It's 20s. like very plain oh, yeah. and it comes in. It's like they make two that are reversible. So one's red and black. And then the other one is cobalt blue and like navy blue. And I just totally love that it. And cute. I'm so excited for it to come out. And I, it's not on Goop, but it was <laughs> the opposite of something that I saw on Goop. But I know, you know, we've been through a lot of like 90s revival lately. And you know, it's coming is this aughts revival. We just had the lead actor in Riverdale uh, do a Mark McGrath haircut. And it's, yeah. and, and I think these, a lot of skin low rise jeans are going to shave your back. pubes ladies because you are going to be wearing yeah. jeans low eyebrows are going out again it's Bye. All, it's the all, eyebrows are yeah. going <laughs> it's uh i mean it, it's something else it like i hated it the first time i mean get your von dutch hats now because get them now because they are going to skyrocket yeah. <laughs> like yeah. put all your stock in von dutch i didn't like it then uh, and i feel like that stuff that my seven mom for all mankind. <laughs> well seven for all mankind was good they were they yeah, made no. jeans yeah. um but when i was like a kid i remember my mom would always be like oh i thought that was so ugly then why do you want to look like that now but that's how i th- feel oh totally yeah, like, when like when we were kids and like the seventies was having a revival. Our parents were like, You're an idiot. You're an idiot. And we probably were. But yeah. that's just the nature of kids. And like mm-hmm. kids like to look to the past. Um and I enjoyed the the nineties revival because that was my hate. I did like the I just 90s had revival. all my old clothes that I could just wear again. Yeah, I know. It was very easy. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was pretty seamless. Yeah, a seamless transition. Uh, but now unfortunately that's heading out the window and we're, I know. we're going towards the future yeah and i felt old the first time that that happened i was already in college yeah and uh and i felt i did have this is so embarrassing i had a trucker hat from um urban outfitters <laughs> that said uh teenage millionaire oh my god <laughs> yeah wow see now i feel like that would be like uh, i think it was a- either ashton kutcher or justin timberlake had worn it sounds like one of them wore yep. it <laughs> and me too yeah it was rough guys i was still figuring out a lot about my life it was a hard time yeah. for all of us um so my worst was oh i have two quickly one i don't want to dwell on too much because it's like basically talking shit about a 14 year old oh but guys the 14 year old who teaches mindfulness to kids across the globe oh yeah i didn't even open that one boy um the less said the better he goes by the name woof shanti but his real name is adam avin from fort lauderdale and yeah i think he's a rich kid whose parents are uh like letting him go hog wild on his yoga habit 
And so now wow. he goes around the world, teaches yoga to kids. I'm okay. not going to say anything more because he's 14. And God knows what I would have done at 14 if I had well, all the resos- resources in the world. Probably not that. Probably not that. Um, the other one, oh God. So they had this one article that was, you know, one of those like, oh, things that our editors are obsessed with this yeah. month. And there's this guy who works a Goop. And it, yeah. I think it says more about me than it says about him. But he's like obviously a straight guy and he's the travel editor. And his name is John Wogan, and I'm sure he might be a nice person. And also, like, this article was sponsored by BMW, so oh, it's not yeah. his fault. But his thing that he obsessed over is, like, this expensive BMW. That It's, like, the 2019 BMW 8 Series, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't want to see this straight guy shit in Goop. Yeah. Like, it, 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 like, triggered me in a way that I was just like, ugh, I don't want to see something about a car. Give us Goop. an SUV that you yeah. can put your kids and your something, yoga mat in, yeah. for the love of God. Um, And also, like... And I'm at LA transplant, so I can't talk shit. But he obviously like just moved to LA, and he's like, I can't think of anything better than to drive up Highway One on the weekends in this car. And I'm like, like if he you're calls it LA, Highway One, call, yeah, you call it the PCH. If you're in the Bay Area, you do call it Highway One. He's also from New York, so he's never even heard of it in his life. But yeah, call it the PCH. And also, he's like, I live a stone's throw from the beach. And anyone who lives on the West Side, I just automatically don't like. I know. You know, to me, when men are like fantasizing about nice cars they want, it makes me really, really sad. Yeah. Like, not like, like, I feel sorry for them because I'm just imagining them feeling so free and happy zooming around in a fast car like children and I just, I want them to be happy and I just don't think that's what happiness is, but I, I, I want to help them. And that is, that is the patriarchy working against me, but you want to help. See, I wanted to see them like drive over the cliff. No, see, I'm like, Oh, that poor man, he wants a BMW. And then I feel sad. Wow. I know. Yeah. No, I, I just don't want to see it in goop. I don't yeah. want to see a car. I, I don't care. I just don't care about cars. It's like, this is not the space to talk about fast, expensive cars. Yeah, that's not um, the space for it. I, yeah, it sort of feels a little bit like a hate crime wow. to me. <laughs> I think I have a lot of Powerful. issues that I still need to work out. Powerful. Uh, what was your craziest? Okay, saddest? well, I had a couple actually. So I'll just try to get through these as fast as I yeah. can. So first of all, in your magazine, this is just a quick one to yeah. touch on. One of the um, little things nobody knows, because I read that, like, that was the only thing I really read really carefully in the magazine. Sure. But the um, the CEO of Beyond Capital, which honestly, I don't know what that is. Mm-mm. Maybe they'll save us from the environmental disaster. Sounds good. I don't know. It was a woman, and I forgot to write her name down. But she said that after becoming widows 70 percent of women change financial advisors oh i read that too that is staggering that was insane to me my mom didn't she kept with the same financial advisor and uh they have a great relationship well good that's good i think that's so crazy that so many women like change change everything once like they're on their own yeah i don't know what that because you'd think well i think it probably depends on maybe what your husband was like and how good he was with money if you felt like he was good with money maybe you would keep with the same person and if you thought that he was bad with money maybe you'd switch well i think that the idea is that like men are controlling the money and that like when the women are on their own they're making their own decisions but like that their their desires aren't like 
represented in the financial choices that the household was making right. like during their marriage. That's what that says to me. So that's like, mm. I mean, I just thought that was like really surprising to see that large number that I think most women in that situation would be like, Oh, I'll stick with this person that I know I have a relationship with that's this what person. I think, yeah. But it, it seems like a lot of those people maybe don't really know that person. Don't have a good relationship with them. Wouldn't have picked them. That's why they're changing. And so that's what that number means. And I just thought that was like so sad and crazy. That isn't, so yeah, it probably says more about, uh, the the relationship that she and her husband had yes. than the than the financial advisor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's more about the the institution of marriage is what I think that yep. was about. Then okay, and then this one was sad too. So Elise Lunin in the um, did you listen to the podcast? Oh. Wow, I spent all the time on my magazine. I didn't even listen to the podcast. Okay, so she had this guy. I'm pissed. I mean, not pissed, but I'm sad that you didn't listen to it because yeah. normally you're the one who like tells me. I the know. Name of the I like. I totally spaced out. Okay, so God, I thought I was like running on time today. Oh, it all, no, I know. Man. Well, so she interviewed this guy who's like he invent. He like came up with some concepts about like you can't do it all. Like the the episode is called "Why Doing It All Is a Con." Okay, so sorry. The guy's name is Greg McCowan, and he wrote this book called Essentialism. Okay. And essentialism is the idea that you need to prioritize things in your life. Like you have to have like priorities, and you can only focus on like one or like you have to, you can only focus on like a couple of things sure. at a time. And he says, if you don't prioritize your life, somebody else will. That's like his big quote from the book. And that really rings true with me because I've been like working on that so much, like setting my own boundaries and prioritizing like mine, like. I say yes to everything when mm. like I don't want to I say yes to things that I don't want to do because I feel obligated all the time which like so many people do yeah. and like that's really what this book is about um and it kind of also reminded me of this thing I've seen on Instagram I don't know if you guys have seen it but it's like like Melissa Hartwig has posted it and stuff it's like there'll be like a it's like a big sheet of like things like work family friends sleep exercise or something and it's like you can pick three like oh. you can pick three at a time to be focusing on. And if you're focusing on those three, the other, like whatever, however many are like kind of on the back burner. And that's just the only way that you can really operate because you can't do everything. So wait, work, sleep, exercise, family. I, I know that those were on it. Work, sleep, exercise, family. Relationships? Um, Friendsh like friendships Friend, yeah. uh, and exercise we're all on there and I don't know if there was like anything else yeah. on there but I just remember it was like an Instagram post but it sort of reminded me of this book I don't know if that was his like if that was like from his book or whatever I saw it on Melissa Hartwig's Instagram but it like resonated with me and like that sort of reminded me of what essentialism is about where you are just basically like prioritizing things in your life mm -hmm. that are the most important so <laughs> he did like a sample walkthrough with Elise Lunin oh. And he was like, okay, so what's something that you wish you did more? And she was like, I wish I spent more time with my kids on the weekends because like I'm always really tired on the weekends. I never want to go out and do anything. And he's like, okay. And he's he's like, so what's something that you do that you can – he's like, how many hours do you want to spend? She's like six – two play dates a week, which – and she calls play dates like taking her kids to the museum and stuff. I okay. thought play dates were like when your kid when, has a friend over. Yeah. Whatever. She's like, I want to do two things a week with the – two things um, on the weekend. And it's going to take six hours a week. And he's like, okay, well. So how three hours for each thing? Three hours each day. So then he's like, okay, so what's something else in your life that you spend too much time on? And she goes, going to the grocery store. 
And he's like, really? And she's like, yeah. He goes, how long, how often do you go to the grocery store? And she goes, six hours a week. And he goes, oh, perfect. That's my dream to spend six hours a week going to the grocery store. And she was like, yeah, I go to the grocery store all the time. She's like, we go to Costco every weekend and I turn that into a play date. And I go to, I go to the grocery store six hours a week. And he was like, okay, so that's something that you can trade. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, great. So like, see, we did it. And she's like, yeah, we did. And like, so they just decided that like, she's not going to the grocery store anymore. So she'll just order like Amazon Prime or something? I don't know. Like I assume that her assistant's going to do it or order Amazon Prime or I don't know. But like, I just, I can't imagine like the thing that you're going to, change is like you're gonna stop going to the grocery store so that you can take your kids to the museum i mean it was just so outside of real life to me well but i mean i understand like it is like a very elite like privileged elitist thing to do to be like well i don't have to i can outsource this yeah but also six hours a week at the grocery store is truly crazy like i love going to the grocery store but i and i probably do i probably do a good hour a week and that seems like indulgent to me yeah i probably do um yeah maybe an hour a week but like i don't don't know i don't understand how you can spend six hours a week at the grocery store yeah unless she goes in i mean she goes an hour a day well she does one big costco haul every single week how many kids does she have two jesus christ so the costco thing that could be on its own at least like two hours three hours when john and i go to costco we're in and out in 15 minutes the lines are so long not if you go right when it opens in the morning well she's tired from work so she goes later in the day with her kids So, and like, you know, if you go with kids, they're doing samples. They want to get like a pizza after. I I mean, it's just the whole thing. So, um, I feel like that could take a couple hours and then maybe, I don't know. I don't know. All the farmer's markets, you're doing your butcher, you're doing your baker, you're, you're doing all your artisanal things. I don't know. She's not going to Albertsons. Like she's going to. Well, she's going to Costco. I mean, I don't know where she's going. But she's doing Costco and then she's doing a lot of like boutique-y stuff. I'm sure she does like other like. I Yeah. yeah, If you go to Costco once a week, I don't know why you need to go to another grocery store ever. Well, yeah. once, But like there are so like you cannot. I mean, unless you're on a mono smoothie diet, you can't like you can't buy fruit at Costco. You have to like buy and you don't want to buy fruit at Costco. Like perishable things unless you have a giant family or a business you can't i i once tried to freeze a block of cheddar cheese that i bought oh, at Costco. No. That Didn't really, work? you can't do it no well anyway the whole thing just sounded so and also her idea was like i want to take my i don't want my kids to go to costco with me i want them to have these like cultural mm. um things like instead of going shopping with me we're gonna outsource that and they're gonna learn like they're gonna go to the museum every weekend and to me, that was so classist mm. and so weird and sad. Like, I understand what she means. Like, she wants them to have these, like, important, like, cultural experiences. But you're, I think your kids learn so much more about how to be a human being by, like, going with you to do chores and do things they don't want to do because you have to do them and they That's have true. to be done than by being like, well, I'm a millionaire, so I'm going to just, like, hire other people to do this stuff and, like, I'm just going to take you like to this other thing. I don't know. That's why they have candy bowls and dry cleaners. What do you mean? So like kids have a treat. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know that. (laughs) I mean, I was like, I was just thinking like, Oh, you're saying like, as a kid, I remember like going, with my mom to like just do drudgery, but cause it's like life. I mean, it's not like there's no reason for it other than that's the way it has to be. It's like people aren't taking their kids to Costco cause they're like, this is a really valuable experience. (laughs) They're like, this is, this is what our life is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, 
I mean, two cultural things a week is a lot. Maybe shoot for one cultural thing a week and then one, this is how the regular people live. Well, lesson. yeah. Or like one, I think, I don't know, whatever. I mean, yeah. Cause do your kids want to go to two museums a week? I mean, what no. is she talking about besides the museum going to the park? Unless I guess maybe like real dork. Yeah. I think you don't want to do two museums a week. Parks and stuff. Yeah. A park. I don't know, a baseball game. Oh my God. Do a, a bowling alley. Go, just go out for ice cream. That's one of my greatest memories as a kid was like my dad just taking me to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Like, I used to love going to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Culturally. I know. Um, God, yeah. having a kid. Ugh, so Ugh, I know it's too hard. Uh, <laughs> and boring. Yeah. Um, okay. So guys, my craziest is from the magazine and I know I said before, like don't waste your money on buying this magazine and yet. Okay. If you are going to spend your money on this magazine, this is the reason to do it. Okay. There is a little poetry corner. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, so I guess Goop Magazine is starting maybe a fiction section, you know, like how The New Yorker does the yeah. poetry, their short stories. And none other than actress, uh, raconteur, and I think probably the most beautiful woman in our current millennium. Lisa Bonet is the author of this Poetry Corner. And I say this as, this is a magazine where they feature lots of beautiful celebrities. I think Lisa Bonet is on a different level than anyone else. Mm. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but she, how do I say it? She's, she's not, um, she's not going to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Let's just say that. Okay. Uh, she has either a poem or a series of poems. The The layout is very weird. You sort of don't know where one begins and the next one ends. There's a lot of different fonts. There's I, a lot of different columns going on. I think on. it was three poems. So it's one... Oh, it's one that... One's has, like a prose poem. One's a prose poem. Then the two others are... I have no idea. I don't know anything about poetry. I just know that that has to be prose, a, a prose yeah. poem. I don't know what else it could be. It was very confusing. So I guess if there's three of them, then one of them's called Higher Ground, one of them's called Our Forgotten Tales, and one of them's called What a Show. And she talks about technology, environmentalism, uh, Israel, uh, soda, um, anything that you think that Lisa Bonet would be thinking about, she is. And she wrote it down in poetry. Uh, I don't even know. I'm not going to like obviously like, read the whole thing because it's insane. But um, I'll just read the end of one of them just to give you a little taste. Um, here we go. Maybe I'm naive. Had I better arm myself? They might be coming for me to take what's mine, my constitutional rights, to eat my young and burn my land. Run for the hills. Head for higher ground. Follow the animals. They know the way. If only there were any left. All this technology, all this money, all this intelligence, and nowhere to run. I like it. Right. Wait, read that soda line. Just, oh, just, yeah, the yeah. soda one is really good. Um, uh, oh, I don't want to live in a world with no beasts, no rhinos. Goodbye, last northern white rhino. I don't want soda. I want clean, glorious, perfect water. I want to protect the source that has given me life, that sustains me and those I share life with. I think that that is the best. Like, that is, if that's goop in poetry. I don't want soda i want clean glorious beautiful water is that what she said clean, yeah, yeah, glorious. Yeah. that's like their whole philosophy they don't want soda they want water yeah but like okay i just they I don't, don't want soda brian except for they did want Lacroix <laughs> so, and partner so, paid partnerships yeah so maybe the maybe this will touch people and and people will respond to it for me 
Yeah, it reminded me of, you know, you have your Jewel, you have your Sean Penn, you have your uh, Nico Totorella. I don't writes, know who that is. He's from Younger and he, oh, sorry, they, they are non-binary. Oh. And they wrote a book of poems too, which is truly insane. Yeah. Remember when Jewel, see, this is something a that. Knight without armor. Yes. And Kurt Loder interviewed her and because she said that somebody did something with casualty. Oh, yeah. And he was like casualty that means like someone who was like killed yeah. like do you mean casualness and she was like it's a poem kurt i, yeah. I can say whatever i want that was, it was sort me. of the yeah it was like the sarah palin interview of that generation yeah that was she was our generation sarah palin except for we all loved her and, and still do too. yeah wow. lived in her car writing songs yeah i think that was something cooked up by the record label you i don't know, think she actually lived in her car she was like signed to wme when she was 16 you know what yeah and she Kurt, we wouldn't stand for Kurt Loder talking to a, a woman that way these days. No, he days. was very patronizing. Very patronizing. Yeah. And pro- you guys probably don't even know who Kurt Loder is. Or Jewel. Or Jewel. Jewel's married to like a country singer and she lives in Nashville. Oh, yeah. She's gone. Totally Christian? Like, mm, apolitical, let's say. Oh, boy. We know yeah. what that yeah. means. There's no such thing. Um, uh, Except for Taylor Swift came out of the closet as a Democrat, which I knew she would. I always believed in yeah, her. Sure. I've defended her. I've defended her for years. Um, uh, we know where Lisa Bonet's politics stand. I would. Probably, I don't. Well, <laughs> we know. Who, let's say we know who she voted for in the primary. I no, I don't. A little senator from Vermont. Okay, yeah. I don't know where you. I don't know why you think that. <laughs> I could just tell. Okay. <laughs> who knows? Guys, I don't. I see. I, I think I. I did not get that. That poetry screams Bernie to me, but. You never okay. Know. Well, no. Bernie's poetry is much more violent than that. It's all about remember <laughs> all his right, poems. Okay, yeah, move yeah. on, move on, move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. What would you try? Uh, I would try. Oh, well, I had something else, but I'm just going to say uh, Give Me Your Hand by Megan Abbott, which I think I've said before. Oh, but I just finished it. I just got it because mm. I, I realized, um, like you, I had that on hold at the library and well, you probably got my copy i probably got yours yeah. yeah i probably got yours because i was waiting on it for so long like i've been waiting on it for like i think it tells you when you like first put the hold on something and seriously i think it was like early august that yeah, i yeah, put yeah. a hold on it so um it finally came so i haven't started it yet but i'm going to read that and then Ooh, let's here's an idea when you finish it we should do a little extra book club podcast for our patreon yeah that'll be really good idea yeah Yeah, because we like a lot of the books that are recommended by goop and goop is all goop does like book club stuff that do have very good taste in books they do really embarrassing how much i literally only look at goop to like know like what i want to read next. well they have good taste in books and good taste in everything i mean that's kind of the whole thing yep uh yeah i'm curious what you think of the book it is fun to read yeah i'm excited leave it at that okay um All right, so the thing I would try... Oh, the thing I would try, it's sort of an esoteric philosophical thing. It comes from The Three Principles of Beauty by Barry Michaels of Barry and Phil fame. And I finally, I did a little sleuthing. Barry is the younger one and Phil is the older one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that until now. Well, I already forgot, which I forget every time. (laughs) So, uh, all right, how do I... Okay, so he talks about... uh, beauty and just appreciating beauty in life and you know uh looking at the world and 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 feeding your soul i enjoyed it yeah so um there's three principles uh beauty can be seen only by the heart 
And so there's a little exercise for that. There's all these like visualization exercises. Um, beauty hurts and uh, beauty is as beauty does. And so like there, yeah, these little visualization exercises, I don't know how far into it I'm going to go, but I just want to make sure that every day I stop and appreciate the beauty in the world, the beauty in my life. And because sometimes, you know, you, you get knocked down by things or you're, you know, in the drudgery of just your routine. And I just remember the other night I was, this is going to sound really cheesy. I was staring up at the sky at, at night and it was like this beautiful LA night. And like, you know, no one's life is perfect. And you're like, oh, this thing's going on. I'm not doing this thing, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm here. I'm alive. And this is a fucking beautiful, like October sky yeah. in LA. So I just want to keep doing that every day. Yeah. I seriously like Barry and Phil a yeah. lot because um, in the world of Barry and Phil, you have to remember you're constantly fighting factor X, which is like the mm-hmm. thing inside you that's bringing you down basically. Like the Babadook. Like it's your personal Babadook. It's also what um, Dennis Rader BTK said was the thing that drove him to kill. Okay. Um, but factor X, he was saying is like, what makes you think that beauty isn't accessible to you? Like beauty is like something you have to buy or is really expensive, but he's like, it's accessible to everybody at every moment. You just have to like tap into it and look for it and see it, which is like so amazing. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're a struggling comedy writer or Elise Lunin's child, beauty um, is accessible to you. You can both spend time at Costco. That's what you can always be yeah. at Costco. <laughs> Uh, what would you buy? Um, I would buy the $495 James Purse tote bag from the article about the things the Goop editors are obsessed with. I can't remember who was obsessed with it, but it was a really nice, um, just a really nice tote with, that was kind of like, I'm describing it from memory right now. So oh, it could I be totally it. It's wrong. It's like a beach bag, but like fancier. It's like a beach bag, but then it had these like kind of like muted, like gray stripes on it. I thought it was really nice. And I love James Purse. And um, when I'm rich, all my stuff is going to be from James Purse. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, my thing that I would buy is also from, I think, that same article. Um, and it is a $450 home espresso machine. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, by Smeg. Oh. And it, it, you can get it at Williams Sonoma. I mean, $450 is out of my price range right now, but... It's not out of like some of my loved ones price range for a nice Christmas or birthday present. It's not out of the realm of possibility no. for like a huge look. For it's like not a, a big, tote bag. Yeah. It's something that you're going to actually use every day in your home. Uh, and I did my friend a few years ago gave me like a manual espresso machine, which was just like like you had to press it. Your, I Basically, I never used it and ended up regifting it, I think. Oh, no. This one is like fully automatic. Uh, there's a little steam wand. It's small. So if you have like an urban LA or New York kitchen, you can fit it in. And I mean, I think it would just like make my life better and fill it with beauty. Um, and that's what I would buy. To just like get have a shot of espresso when you want it or make a little cappuccino for yourself. Yeah, that would be so nice. Yeah. I just want like an espresso. Oh, yeah. I love those. Yeah, things. those are good. It's good. Um, yeah, this one's like... Because it, ha- I think it has its own. You can do either like regular coffee grounds or do the little paper K cup stuff in it. So I think it's you could choose. There's like different filters or something. Said, I don't know. Looks good. Yeah, looks good to me. Um. All right. So okay. I think that does it. Yeah. Uh, 
Guys, uh, yeah, please um, visit our Patreon, sign up, do $5 a month, and you'll get our uh, our haul video, a newsletter that's going to come out this week, and then extra videos and podcasts every month. Every month, yeah. So, yeah, please consider joining if you can and want to. Um, if not, uh, or in addition, please also consider uh subscribing commenting sure. giving uh reviewing five star only as we say <laughs> at the end of every podcast and um yeah, yeah. and any any uh, celebrity sightings any gwyneth sightings yeah. uh any experiences you have with gwyneth or goop please hit us up on instagram we'd love to uh either talk to you about it or if you want you know share it on the podcast whatever you guys are comfortable with yeah but we want the dirt we want to hear what you have to say uh yeah hit us up um all right have a lovely weekend and we'll talk to you soon bye, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.